So as you might be able to tell, we're not in the studio again this week. I like how you have to point this out every time that we're not in the studio. You're just like, as you might be able to tell, but as it's only as you say that sentence, people are able to tell because they can't tell before you say, as you may be able to tell. So we've been a little bit lazy. Like there's no real reason why we're doing it not in the studio this week. We just thought it's a Saturday. Can we be bothered to go all the way into town to record the podcast and come back again? Well, no, you woke up and you went, I don't want to leave the house today. We're doing this week's podcast from the house Mm -hmm. and we're loosely trying to tie it into the question this week. Yes. What's the question? The question is, what would you do if you got a puppy? We'll go into that a little bit later, but let's just describe the surroundings for you listening. I currently have a dog on my lap. There's a couple of couches and we're sharing one of them very difficultly. My mother's after texting asking, are you recording at home? Which is great timing. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if my mum came home and it was just like, we're recording this in front of a live studio audience, (laughs) but it's actually just my (laughs) mum. We'd have to watch what we would say because she sometimes dissects what we say in the podcast later on in the week because she listens. (laughs) But sometimes it can get a little bit awkward. Yeah, and sometimes I have no recollection of what she's talking about and she'll just quote something <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what? And then she'll mention the podcast. Like, we recorded that maybe weeks ago. She won't listen to it the same week sometimes. Even if she says it like three days later, it's like, realistically, the podcast is just a chat that we had. I'll just be taking minutes in the corner. <laughs> 7.44, Jessica gives out to Callum. 7.45. Okay. Uh, so you're going to take minutes from now on? Yep. And I'm going to stroke this dog in front of me. Oh, brilliant. This is What Would You Do If? The podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If? questions. So as previous Callum mentioned a few minutes back, it's What Would You Do If You Got A Puppy? We've just got a new puppy in the house. So currently in the house... What animals are there? We have Lady, who we've had for five years. She's a cavalier crossed with a Bichon. Um, very nervous, poor little pup. She's goldeny, kind of brown. Photo of her is going to be on Instagram. Then we have Harvey. We'll have to put up his photo as well on Instagram. Yeah. He's a rabbit. Yep. And then we have Lexi, the new puppy. And do you know what she is? She's a dog. I know, but what type of dog? Dog. Maltese. Okay. So she's a white, fluffy, very playful little thing. As you can tell, I don't know a lot about dogs. Mm. I'm not a dog person. I'll hold my hands up and say I probably will never be a dog person. I'm a cat person. I I don't mind dogs. I've got a dog on my lap here and I'm not scared of her. You don't mind dogs? Yes. Callum, you talk to that puppy more like she's a baby than anyone else. Well, she's got to be spoken to like that because she doesn't understand anything. So the easiest way is to speak in simple human terms. She's never going to understand. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I need to listen to this podcast as well after we record it to find out what you should do if you get a puppy. I feel like you should, yeah. I'm very new to this. So we've had Lexi the puppy for just a a couple of days, just over a week or so. Mm -hmm. And I can't get my head around how much hard work it is. Why? What? Did you not realise that puppy is hard work? I did. And there's the whole, don't get a dog for Christmas, a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. Don't think, oh, you're going to get a dog because it's cute and then you're not going to be able to deal with it. There's three people in this house and she's still a lot of work. And I don't think it helps that poor lady here isn't um, the best around other animals. Yeah, no, she gets very nervous. So she's completely terrified of the poor puppy 
who just wants to play with her. She yeah. she runs after her and she's like, oh, let me play with you. And Lady's like, no, get away. I'm going to sit on the couch now where you can't get me. But I think my the answer to the question, what would you do if you got a puppy for me, is I wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> I would just stay well clear. But if I was forced to have a puppy, I think... Forced? If I was, like, if someone said to me, hey, you're looking after this puppy now, which basically is the situation that we're in now... What if I wanted to get a puppy in like five years time when we're out living together somewhere? Then we will work out how to look after the puppy together. But it wouldn't be you forced to get a puppy. You wouldn't mind the puppy. You would actually be happy to have it, right? Yes. And I'm happy to have this puppy as well. Okay. But it's just a lot of work. They are. I think you would have to, and I have definitely had to learn on how to deal with puppies' behaviours and not give in to them whining and moaning and stuff like that. Do you want to actually explain what you mean by she's a lot of work? She's just... She needs a lot of attention. Mm. Like, you can't even have her on the sofa without watching her because she could fall off the sofa. It's basically having a human baby. It could roll off the sofa. You might eat something on the floor. The Lexi the puppy is really partial to the rusty chairs outside in the back garden. <laughs> you say that like they're disgusting. <laughs> no, the chairs are lovely, but there's just a little bit of rust on the bottom of them. And every time she goes outside, she'll go and go for them. The other day she was out in the back garden and she thought it was a toy, but she was playing with a snail. Yeah. I I'm... had to get the snail into safety. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to her growing up and probably finding more snails all around the place and everything. So... Is the worst still yet to come? Maybe. Like, she's going to have to still learn to go out the back garden. She's still very playful. Um, She's going to be playful until probably like six, seven months in. Then she'll start to kind of calm down. So you do have a lot more (laughs) to come with her. I think, again, if I was to get a puppy, I'd have to be a bit fitter than I am because it requires a lot of running around, one after the puppy, but two for the puppy, Mm. so she can chase you. Yeah, and I feel like you need to develop a bit of... I don't want to use the word logic, but that's the only word that I can think of. Whereas, like, if you see the puppy doing something, then I have to say, well, Callum, stop her. Like, even Lady, she was chewing a peg on the ground, and you were like, oh, what's she got in her mouth? And it's like... I don't know. Go and have a look. But that was only because you were right next to Lady and I was sorting out all these wires to record the podcast. I had two drinks in my hand plus a bunch of cakes. But if you were to get a puppy, which you have, what would you do? Oh, God, I'd probably take a bit of time off work, which uh, which sounds really bad for me to say because I am currently off work sick. So now it sounds like I specifically <laughs> went off sick because we were getting a puppy. But um, no, I think you do need to take time off work and help them just readjust. I found that because I've been coming back from work um, a little bit later this week. Normally I'd be done about one, two-ish, be back for about half two. But a lot of the days this week I've been coming back about half four, five-ish and obviously you've been home. But if I came back without you there and the dog would have no one there all day, the puppy would have no one there all day, it would be tough for them to just get acclimatised to their new surroundings, wouldn't it? Yeah, because when you think about it, the puppy is going from spending a lot of time with its mother and its litter mates and probably its father as well and just having loads of puppies and dogs around to be social with. Mm. And then you take them into a new house where... Like, in our situation, there's a dog there that she wants to play with, but the dog doesn't want to play with her. She wants to play with Harvey, the rabbit, but Harvey's just, like, bouncing on her and growling at her and trying to go for her, and she just thinks that's still playing. And then, after that, it's just us. 
and she's if we're not around then she's got no one that she can play with and all her life it's just been lots of puppies around to play with so it's a big change for them like harvey is very much the old man in this situation in this house now isn't he yeah he looks like the wise wizard in the corner of the room being like uh i remember when i was young <laughs> he's only three i know but he just he has that air of if you look at the picture that we've put up on him on instagram he looks like that old wise man that you'd find in the corner of the pub or something. He'd have stories about his life. And realistically, Harvey just bounces around a bit. Yeah, I don't think it helps at the moment that part of his fur has kind of gone grey. <laughs> so it really just gives him that air yeah. of oldness. He's got that wise old owl about him. So there's no doubt that getting a puppy or any animal when they're young or even old is a lot of hard work. Yeah, no, completely. But... If you were to give any advice about getting a puppy, what should you do? Oh my God, I have so many things. <laughs> First of all, don't just consider getting a puppy. Yeah. Um, you should think about getting a dog. There's so many rescue places out there with dogs who just can't find homes. In our situation, we literally couldn't get a dog from a rescue because first of all the majority of the dogs there are big the ones that aren't big are terriers so we couldn't get an adult terrier because of harvey because they would just kill him and the first day that the terrier will be here it's just their natural instincts and then even if you get a small tiny puppy and reared them to be friends with harvey then we would have just still been living on edge, yeah. afraid that one day the dog was going to turn around it's and attack them. It's just instinct, him. isn't it? Yeah, so you have to be aware of the dog that you're getting. Like, if you have a small little rabbit or something, don't get a terrier because then you're just looking to kill one of them. I tell you what, though, you're talking about adopting older dogs. We do love watching the video from the dogs. Trust that they do every now and again. Oh, my God. They go around the kennels on Facebook Live and you can just like, ah, dogs... It's so great when they zoom in on the little puppies and you just see them sleeping and you're like, oh, I just want them all. That would be a bad idea, though. Yeah. It would just be like, hi, can I buy dogs for us? <laughs> yeah. I'll have all of your dogs, please. So you should consider getting a dog from a rescue place. They can be quite strict, though. Like, if you aren't home for most of the day, they won't give you the dog. No. Which is only fair because you can't be doing that to a dog. But, you know, you have to kind of even consider getting a dog from a rescue and then choose the breed really carefully so there's absolutely tons of dog breeds that you can choose from but like don't just go oh that one's cute and then have no idea what the dog's actually going to be like you're definitely a fan of the smaller dog yeah they just fit into the lifestyle and the house i suppose but like just really look into breed characteristics when you're looking for a dog yeah so when we were getting lucky our first dog when i was like 10 he was very friendly and very playful and we knew that he was going to likely be friendly and playful because that's just what his breed Bichon Friche is and they're just so happy just to see people they're very laid back whereas Lady is a mix of a Cavalier and a Bichon so we still we were hoping to get all of the friendly characteristics (laughs) she is a little bit more nervous so she is friendly sort of when you come back and there's been no one in the house she will wiggle her backside off when you come in because she's so happy to see you yeah, but she wouldn't be friendly with the general public. No, she she does take a little bit of time to get her to warm to you. 
Yeah. And she's still a little bit nervous around like the kids who come around every now and again as well. <laughs> you say that just like <laughs> we have kids coming into the house. Uh, well, you have nieces and nephews. Yeah. Um, cousins. Well, yeah. good try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you really have to look into the breed characteristics because say like Dalmatians and Yorkshire Terriers, they can be like really intense. Yeah. Um, Jack Russells, they can be high energy, loud. But there's like a website that I found called dogtime.com <laughs> shout out dogtime <laughs> so I'll leave the link in the show notes and basically it lists all of the breeds and rates their characteristics so say if you want to look up if a Dalmatian is going to be loud if they're going to be high energy will they be really upset if you give out to them and stuff like that or are they more kind of laid back and they just kind of deal with being told off it's like dog top trumps yeah (laughs) it literally is so make sure you look at the breed characteristics and then make sure that the dog's personality suits you (laughs) what now all I can think of is like tinder for dogs no seriously like when we were going to pick up Lexi there was two puppies there Lexi and another puppy yeah and just when you looked at the two of them Lexi was so much more laid back she was just kind of running around she was trying to play with the other puppy but the other puppy was bouncing he was tearing up the rug it wasn't like staying still whatsoever it ran from one corner of the rug that I was trying to pull up to the other side of the rug and then it ran to like this little rag in the middle of the ground and it made Lexi play tug of war and it kept biting my shoes I had to just keep running away so if you've got that one that dog would always be on yeah it was completely playful it was a lot more boisterous loud we knew from from looking at it that I wouldn't have gotten on with Lady whatsoever yeah. because Wolf just wanted to play with her constantly whereas Lexi still does want to play with her but it's not as much and she's not as full on as yeah. that other dog so make sure that your dog suits your house and suits your lifestyle <sighs> and speaking of suiting your house actually make sure that you have enough room for the dog I thought you were going to say make sure the dog fits your colour scheme <laughs> Lady actually fits the colour scheme of the wood in oh, here. Oh, she does. It's so funny when you see her, like, she just blends in. I've never thought of that before, but yeah, even, like, the floor in the doors, the, the stand, the TVs on the fireplace. Lady, you were born for this house. Yeah, so make sure that you have enough room. So, yeah. like, say if you're in an apartment, this should be really obvious, yeah. but, like, people just don't realise sometimes. They just don't think. They get so excited that they're like, ooh, a puppy. And I guess you've got to make sure you know what size the dog is going to grow to as well. Like, I've always got in the back of my mind now, you know, like micro pigs. Mm. When people buy micro pigs thinking, oh, it's going to be a small pig. And then you see these horror pictures where they're taking up an entire room or something. <laughs> is that what you're thinking looking at Lexi? She's yeah. just going to be the size of an actual pig. <laughs> well, you've guaranteed me that Lexi is going to be no bigger, maybe even a little bit smaller than Lady. Yeah, she'll be somewhere in between the size of Harvey and the size of Lady, I'd yeah. say. But yeah, make sure like if you have a small apartment or you have a small garden, don't get a German shepherd who needs to run around all the time. Otherwise, they'll just tear up your entire house and that won't be fun for anybody, for dogs. I'm just going to say this. People might disagree with me, but you have to let your dog sleep indoors. There are people who just leave their dogs outside all the time and that's so sad. I guess that some dogs need that outdoor space. Yeah, but at night, Callum. Yeah. When they're cold and they just want to be feeling safe and secure in their house. I remember in the summer when we had our cat, Rosen, he would stay outside in the summer. Uh, This was probably when... 
he wasn't too old. So when he was about like five to maybe 12, 13, he would stay outside, but he'd always come back in the morning and everything. He'd just sleep in the garden. Mm. Well, that's because it was warm and everything. But in the winter times and when he got older, he was just like, oh, now I'm staying inside now. Yeah, like you want the dog to feel like it's a part of the family. And oh, yeah. If they're sleeping outside when everyone else is inside, they won't no. feel that way. And then you also have to make sure that you have like the time to train them, to play with them. Something I'd recommend for people, especially if you're getting a dog that's going to be really energetic and need walks all the time, is before getting the dog, try doing that walk that you're going to have to do with the dog yeah. every day. So if your dog is going to need an hour of walking every day, do that for a week and see if you can actually handle doing that. And again, it's almost, I'm going and saying back the same point, you need the time for it. People buy these dogs for presents and stuff, not realising how much responsibility and how much work it is. Um, because, it, yeah, it's unfair on a dog. I think, I, I'm going to say, we've been quite lucky with Lady that she's not a huge fan of the walk, so we don't have to go out with her loads. But she'll happily like run around the garden, and she will go out now and again, but not an awful lot of time. Yeah, no, she likes it if we sit in the garden, and then she can walk around our garden. Yeah. But once it gets past like the neighbour's house, she's kind of like, yeah, no, actually, I'm done with this. But it's all about her nerves again, as yeah. well. As we were saying about walks, if you're struggling to do an hour walk every day and you're like, oh my God, this is such an effort, you will enjoy it a bit when you get the puppy. But once the novelty wears off in three months or three years or whatever, you're not going to want to do that walk every day if you're not already an outdoorsy person. Yeah. If you'd rather stay in and watch Fair City and EastEnders and Netflix all night and you have no intention of ever leaving the house once you're back in after work, then you're not going to want to do that just because you have a dog. And you've got to think come rain or shine as well. You can't just give it up because it's raining. Yeah, the dog is still going to expect yeah. you to go outside. And make sure you pick up the dog's poo. Yes. Be a responsible owner. Did you know that that can cause children to go blind? How? If they fall and get dog's poo in their eyes, then they go blind. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Reason to be responsible. I've learned something today. Well, I'm glad. I would always pick up dog's poo anyway, not just random dog's poo. That'd be a little bit gross. Um, but if we were taking the dogs out, then I'd pick the dog poo up. Mm-hmm. Do you want to star? Yes. <laughs> I'm a responsible dog walker. Yeah, so you're a normal person, Callum. You don't deserve a reward for that. Okay. The last thing is probably the most important thing, which is to not go for a puppy farm. So, like, most people don't realise that they're going to puppy farms or else they're just kind of a little bit unaware of what a puppy farm is actually like. So do you know what a puppy farm is like? What are the things to look out for? I wouldn't know. Okay. Right, so basically, if you're getting a puppy, if they ask you to meet in a shopping centre or if it's the side of a road or they basically just don't want you going to the house where the puppy lives, yeah, that's a major red flag because you don't get to see the puppy's family. You don't get to see where it lives. You don't get to see where it sleeps, what it eats. You're literally just being handed this puppy and there's a really good chance that the puppy is going to be sick and die within a year or a couple of years or even a couple of days or weeks. Yeah. So and make, you're handing over cash as well. Yeah. So like there are lots of people who they buy these puppies for say 300 euro and then a couple of days later they have to take it to the vets and it costs another few hundred euro and then the puppy is probably going to be put down at the end of it anyway. Mm. So what you should be looking out for is you get to meet the puppy's parents. You... As in the human parents or the dog parents? Call them the witch music. <laughs> the dog parents. Yes. 
So get to meet their parents, you get to see the bed that they sleep in, you see them playing with the other puppies, um, you see that they're just a happy social dog. Or if it just seems scared, unhappy, unwell, then you should leave it there. Um, I know it seems really mean to say don't rescue the puppy out of that situation, yeah. but you're just creating a demand for more puppies. So yeah, report them straight away because it could be a puppy farm. But you don't want to take the puppy out of that environment even if it's really difficult to walk away from them because then you're just going to create the demand for more plus you're handing over your money for this really sick puppy what a sad note to end on ah we're not ending just yet because we're having a little bit of a a shake-up on the would you rather this week we're not saying this is legal or watertight or anything but there's been some conversations about changing the puppy's name Mm -hmm. so we originally called the puppy Lexi. There's a little bit of confusion when you call Lexi. Lady gets confused and vice versa. So we're looking for new names for the puppy. Yeah, because she doesn't even really look like a Lexi, I don't think. So you put on your Twitter already, you asked for some suggestions on what you should call the puppy. What have you had so far? So we have from Norma Button, because she's as cute as a button. Ah. That's the famous Norma, who is also... What's the name for her? Bunty McTwiddington Fluff Face. Y- yes. Yeah. She was the one that got kicked out of one of the election <laughs> um, hustings on the TV. Yeah. There was a couple of Mollies. Lulu. Plastic Paddy. <laughs> said Coochie. I thought you were saying that the dog should be called Plastic Paddy. (laughs) (laughs) That was someone's name. Yes. Choochie. Choochie. I feel like coochie is an American word for vagina. I think it is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Kevin at Nubkex recommended Nelson Mandela. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. I like Nelson Mandela. (laughs) Thanks, Kevin. Someone said she's a little molly. So, isn't that a name for drugs? Yeah, Molly Molly is drugs. Yeah, so people are trying to ruin the dog. My friend Lexi said, Lexi is the perfect name, damn it. Well, that would make sense. And uh, I've got to say a shout out to my friend Tom as well, who just suggested Creature. Mm. Very straight to the point there. Can I just give you one more? Okay. Siog Shiogo. Oh God, I did Irish in college. I'm trying to convince people that I'm fluent in Irish. If you can't pronounce this, how am I going to be able to do this? Siog, Siogu. That's my best attempt. I got it perfectly earlier. But yeah, Siog, which is Irish for fairy. So on our Twitter, what would you pod Mm -hmm. is a picture of Lexi. Go and tell us if you would change her name to anything. What would it be? And you never know. I'm not guaranteeing anything, but one of your suggestions could be the new dog name. Well, I suppose we've neglected the dogs long enough, haven't we? Maybe. Lady's asleep on the rug now. Yeah, she jumped off my lap as soon as she heard something crazy outside. Poor Lexi's in her playpen. Yeah, we better go and give her some tickles. Yeah. Bye. If you like this episode of What Would You Do If, you can subscribe on your favourite podcasting app with new episodes every Monday. Thanks for listening to What Would You Do If?